have your Bibles, and as they're doing that, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Exodus chapter 15. I'm going to teach tonight, and uh, I'm going to attempt to teach tonight, and... uh, You know, I'll say this because even even tonight, I just I feel I feel the Holy Ghost, and I and I and I and I just <laughs> I I don't I, I think sometimes you know Pastor Brian and I were talking about it the other day. It was just like sometimes you feel this nervousness come on you when you begin to preach or you begin to share the word because you understand the the, the you know what I've felt in me is the urgency, but you understand which the times that we're living in and how important it is to to grab a hold of. The, the, the fullness of the Word of God and for us to be able to meditate on the Word and grab a hold of the Word and, you know, better yet, believe the Word, amen, and, and practice the Word and, and, and get the Word in us, amen. And uh, that's why this year, you know, we we've many times have said it, it's, it's been a year of, of preaching and teaching on sound doctrine because we want the saints, we want people to be prepared, you know, in, in any situation or in any given time that, that, you know, that I can take the Word and I can apply it to my situation, I can apply Apply it to my. It's like giving. I can apply the word in giving to us to my situation and watch God break something open. Malachi three is not just for for me. It's not just well. I hope that if I pay my tithe or my offering that I'm blessed. No, the word says that I'm blessed. Amen. So so I attach myself to the word because the word works. Hallelujah. The word will work in every situation. And uh, and tonight we're gonna we're gonna jump into healing. We've been it's been a month where we've begin to where we begin to talk about we begin to preach and teach about healing. Does everybody know that God wants you healed? Amen. That God wants you to walk in divine healing. Because, you know, and I preached a few weeks ago, and I had to go back and look over my notes. Brother Don's preached, and, and Pastor Miranda's preached. And, and, but, you know, it's, it's the revelation that we have to have as, as children of God, that God wants us healed. Because if you, if you don't come to that realization that, that God wants me to be healed in body, you, you, you'll miss a lot of things that God has for you. Amen? Praise God. So maybe that's why I'm nervous tonight even about getting into the Word. Hallelujah. Exodus 15, 26. I want to pick up there first. Hallelujah. Exodus 15, 26. I'm going to give you scriptures tonight. I'm going to go through the Word. If you, if you need them, I'll come back to them. It's not that I'm going to have you just turn everywhere, but, um, but everywhere we're going to be tonight, you're going to see where, where healing was administered or, or the use of anointing oil was used where healing was administered. And so it's important to underline these things, keep these things, and I'll have notes if you need them. I'll make sure you get them as well. Exodus 15, 26. He said, If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes, if you pay attention to His commands and keep His decrees. So right here, there's, there's an act of obedience, right? God's want, if, if you do this. So God, God's, there's a command right here in front of us that if you do this, you do this. He says, I will, not, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Amen. Everybody say, I am. I am, I am healed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good declaration to start off with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <sighs> We're going to talk tonight about the anointing oil. And, um, and it's, you know, there, there are different different ways that we see healing administered and um you know and and um and I don't I want to I want to just take my time a little bit and 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 really help us understand 
you know, why healing oil was administered or, or why, why it might be used. And, and you'll see that sometimes that, you know, we may have a, a time of prayer in here and uh, the Holy Spirit begins to maybe move on whoever's ministering to anoint people with oil. And so, um, and, and there are reasons. You know, we're obedient to do what the Lord tells us to do. But I want to explain some things tonight uh, uh, about, uh, about the anointing oil. Healing is a gift, okay? Healing is a gift from God, just like salvation. Uh, and, and I want you to understand that it, it was paid for on Calvary. Amen? That, that we, we understand there were things that Jesus took for us. He took for, he took for the church. He took for the saints. Salvation, amen, everybody in here saved, if you're not saved, you, you need to make that declaration, you need to get your heart right with Jesus, it's important that you understand salvation is for you, it's for today, but also a part of that package, that sozo, those things that come along with our salvation is a guarantee that we can be healed in body, amen. You know, I, I, I wrote, you know, as I was writing this and I begin to think, because I, I ha I've had people will come to me and say, you know, we just don't see healing in America like, like maybe you did because I had a pastor friend come to me one time and I, I come back to, back to where we lived in Ritchie County. He said, you know, he, he wanted to talk to me about the Holy Spirit. And so we ended up in a two-hour conversation about, about the Holy Spirit. And uh, he had a lot of questions and I wasn't rude about anything. I just, I did, I did my very best at that point to answer his questions. But I remember him specifically asking me, well, you know, you, you, you're talking about miracles. You're talking about people that you've, you've seen get healed. He said, you know, he said, we just don't see that much in America. And, you know, and for whatever reason, it just kind of, it kind of, it kind of had, it kind of got in me. And I wasn't mad at him or anything like that. But, but, I, and I, and I realized at that point, it's, you know, what you teach people, what, 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 what you teach people out of the word is a lot of times what you're going to get. That's why the full counsel of the gospel of Jesus Christ is so important to teach. You know, there will be people that will, will teach salvation, you know, every week. Amen. And that's, that's what they'll get. They'll get salvations. That's, that's so awesome. We want people to get saved. But we have a responsibility to also teach what other things exist for the saints. God wants you blessed. Amen. You know, and, and a lot of times people, well, if God wants to bless me, He'll bless me. That's not the mindset that I, that, that, I, that I choose to take. I believe out of the Word, God wants me blessed. Amen? I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. I'm, ble I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed in the city. Everywhere I go, I'm blessed. Amen? That I can choose to make that declaration over my life. Well, what if something happens, Pastor? Because, see, this is what people do. They get hung up on, on the something happening. Well, you know, but, but, but. That's that, that conjunction in there, right? That, that, that but conjunction in there. Well, you know, but. Well, I don't focus on but. I focus on the promises of God. So there, is a prom there are promises in the, in the Word of God that, can, that, we, that we can have a guarantee that these things can flow into our life. Amen? You guys with me tonight? <laughs> Amen. Amen. He is the Lord God that healeth thee. See, the, the anointing oil, uh, the, the minister's prayer, somebody might come up, receive prayer, uh, the, the laying on of hands, uh, prayer cloths, 
You, you know, uh, handkerchiefs, we see that as an example that Paul, you know, he anointed a, a handkerchief. I heard Kenneth Hagin say the other day, the reason, you know, you don't use papers because there, there's something interesting about a handkerchief that, you, you know, when you anoint a, a handkerchief or you anoint uh, like a linen or something like that, he said the oil soaks in it. But he said, if you take a piece of paper and you put oil in it, he said it just it, it dissipates and it kind of disappears. But he said it's something interesting about a handkerchief. I don't, you know, he said, but, you know, that, that oil, that very, oil that that represents healing is is wrapped up in there so we'll, we'll touch on that I'm not going to get to be able to get there tonight but but you'll you'll see that that these were just methods or points of contact and please understand this tonight these are points of contact which are examples out of the Bible which were used amen it's not it's not that Crisco has healing power it's not that the handkerchief has healing power it's, you know, you guys, you guys with me tonight. You know, I remember Miranda and I went home one time and we, we were doing a meeting and the altars were filled up. There were, there were, there were a lot of people in the altars and, and people that service were getting healed. We just, we were just being obedient, laying hands, laying hands on people and another form of God's healing power being administered. We were laying hands on people and people were healed. And it was just, it was, it was, it was so awesome. And, and, uh, you know, and I remember somebody coming and saying, well, I didn't know that you had a healing ministry. I don't have a healing ministry. It was God, it was, it was, it was uh, the gifts of healing flowing through us where people were getting touched. Amen. Can I tell you that God's no respecter of people? I'm, I'm jumping ahead already, but, but God can use people in this house. He can use people in this church to, to administer these, these types of things in your community, in your neighborhood. Amen. Amen. You guys, you guys still with me? Amen. Amen. Take your Bibles. Let's go to Corinthians 12 real quick. Go to Corinthians 12. I'm just going to touch on this briefly. So the anointing oil, the minister's prayer, the laying on of hands, the handkerchiefs, they're, they're, they're methods or points of contacts in themselves. Uh, they, them, they in themselves don't heal. They don't bring the healing. Amen. But it, it's, they, <laughs> they're an avenue through which the word of God is released through faith. It's, it's the word of God that's being released in faith. As, as that method or that point of contact. In um, Corinthians chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and I want you to see this. We went through spiritual gifts. We had a whole, a whole six weeks talking about spiritual gifts, but, but I want you to see this in Scripture. It says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For one is giving the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongue, to another interpretation of tongues. Uh, but the one, one in the same Spirit works all these things. Hallelujah. So I, I want you to see that this, this is a gift. Gifts of healing is something that, you know, when, when you get a gift, are you happy when you get a gift? Are you happy when you give a gift? Isn't it, isn't it fun to give gifts? I mean, as you get older, isn't it better? I mean, I, I still like getting gifts. I, you know, I'm not going to be shameful about that. I still like getting gifts. But, man, I, I do. I really like giving gifts. You know, and especially as my kids were, were you know, growing up, you know, you know, I, I like, there were certain things I loved buying my kids. Maybe their first bike, you know, maybe it was a, a, a cool Lego set that, you know, that dad liked, you know. But, but, you know, these are gifts given to the body of Christ. You, you, guys, you guys see that, that this, the, these are gifts. And what it doesn't say that it, it, it's a gift just given to the pastor. 
It's a gift just given to the apostle. It's a gift just given to the prophet or the evangelist. It's a gift given to the body of Christ. So everybody in agreement that, you know, that we, we all, as the body of Christ, can operate in the gifts of the Spirit. You know, and as I said this earlier, there will be manifest, manifestations of, this, of these supernatural gifts when people preach them, they teach them, and guess what? Practice them. See, we leave that out a lot of times because, you know, back to my friend that was asking me all these questions. Why do we not see these things in America? I believe a lot of times it's because, you know, we may hear a word on something, but we don't apply the word in practice. It's like the laying on of hands. You know, some people, we don't lay hands on any. COVID came. We don't, you know, you, gotta, you stand back there and I'll pray for you. No, that's not us. That's not how we operate. When COVID came... I remember Brother Jesse, I don't remember where he was at, but the one guy that, that first week, Jesse picks up a guy in his car, his, he's got four, three kids at that time, right? Four. No, three kids at that time. Picks up a guy, and that guy is, I mean, he's, he's down, isn't he? I mean, he, he, was, he was not well. I mean, and uh, that was the first week that, you know, everything was like, what's going to happen? Nobody knew. You know, half the population was going to, if you watch CDC and everything else, the world was coming to an end. Half the population was going to die. And Jesse comes in with a guy. He comes in with a guy, and this guy is, I mean, he's not well. He's not well at all. His eyes look bad. He's, you know, he's, he just, he's, he's wretched looking. And he comes up for salvation, and I'll never forget that. I, I was like, Lord... I believe that you healed my body. So if this is what this is, I thank you already. And I grabbed a hold of him and I hugged him. And Jesse had already had him in his car. You know, you know, you know. You, you see, you you move into an area where you believe the word, where you believe the word over over anything and everything. You believe the word. That guy got saved that day. We bought bus ticket for him. I don't, we don't know if he ever caught the bus. I think he was still running around. We bought like 40 cheeseburgers for him and his friends downtown. And, and uh, you know, he had, a, he had a party that day. Amen. So, but the manifestations of the gifts will only happen when we, when, when, we, when we apply them or practice them. You know, as an example, Brother Stephen's going out Sunday, uh, Saturday, not Sunday, but he'll, he'll be running a bus Sunday or something. But, but Saturday, they're, they're going to go out on the streets. You know, after a time of prayer, they're going to go out and they're, they're going to go out and follow up with some people and minister to people. But, you know, one of the things, and we're going to cover that tonight, because Jesus sent people out with oil and they anointed people and they were healed. They were healed, Amen. So, you know, so it's one of those things that we can do as believers. We can practice and we can see in the Word of God how to apply the Word. Amen? It's so important. You, you, we can talk about healing, but if we don't talk about the importance of how, how you operate in, in, in your own life in these things, you, 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 this stuff will just go right. It was a good teaching tonight. I, yeah, I'm healed, but I, I, but I don't have the revelation that God can use me to administer. Amen? You, you guys with me tonight? Everybody just got a serious look tonight? Amen? It's Wednesday night, right? <laughs> Amen. So, you know, you know, his question back to my friend, why don't we see churches doing this? I, I, I truly believe it's because, because we don't encourage one another enough in these gifts. And the gift of healing is, is, is just the same. Whether it's the gift of prophecy, whether all, all these gifts... That we encourage. And I want to tell you that it's so important that we make room. We make room in this church for gifts to be practiced. It's not just one person up here that can administer a gift. 
And that, that for sure is the gift of healing. Auntie Sonia, I'll never forget, we were in Hana for, it wasn't even three weeks. Auntie Sonia, you know, we were teaching her eight months before that about, about the flood. About, about the, the, the earth being flooded. And I didn't even know that was in the Bible. You know, like those kinds of things. And I'm just like very elementary type things. But she had heard that out of the word of God that I could lay hands on somebody and they could be healed. She grabbed a hold of the word and, you know, this baby had a temperature 105 degrees. And she said, you know, I remember what the pastor had said. Pastor Moreno was preaching around healing. And I knew that I could go right up the, right up the street and take some oil and anoint that baby and that fever would come down. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, she came to church and she testified and we were like, huh, that's pretty cool, you know. And so, and we begin to rejoice in these kinds of testimonies. You know, because I'll be honest with you, because we were just stepping into this realm of believing God for miracles, believing God that God, that my, you know, I, it's in my bylaws. The AG believed it, right? I, I believed what it said, but I had never seen the manifestation of these things begin to happen. But once you watch cataracts come out of someone's eyes, I, I, that'll shake you up a little bit. And the lady says, you were as trees. She didn't even know the word of God. You were like a tree five feet away from me, but now I can see you. That kind of stuff will shake you a little bit. So I, I began, you know, this kind of stuff, when it got into me early on, it was like, you know what, my God is a healer. I'm going to stand in agreement. I'm going to stand on faith in the word, you know, that, that my God is a healer. Minister Lehow, praying for somebody with cancer, healed. You know, Debbie, you know, we, we prayed a couple, a week, I don't know, not a week ago, maybe a month ago. We stood in here and we just, we declared healing power to flow through your body. You stand up here and testify. You know, there, he, he put that thing on me and there's nothing there. He can't find it. He said it moved. No, it's gone in Jesus' name. Cancer eradicated. I sent Melanie a message today, you know, and I said, you know, what scripture did you stand on? I was curious. Melanie was, was diagnosed with breast cancer in her early 20s. I said, what? Because, you know... When you need a healing, everybody's got something for you. You know, did you do this? Did you try that? Did you, did you take this, you know, if you drink this certain juice, right, and you mix all this stuff and you get it from the Congo, right, and you do this, and if you drink this, this is what's going to bring healing. Amen? Not amen, but you don't have to amen that. But i got to quit saying amen so much. I'm getting fired up. But Melanie sent back and she said, you know what, I stood on Psalms 91. And everywhere I could see it, and we're going to hit that just, we're going to, I'll try to hit that tonight before we break, break tonight. And she said, everywhere I begin to see Psalms 91, I put my name in there. I put my name that this is, this is for me. Amen? This is for me. I'm going to tell you my own personal experience in healing. Um, because, see, one of the things that I, I want to point out tonight, because, see, we as Christians can sometimes think, I got healed a certain way. God touched me in a certain way and I got healed. Has anybody ever been healed of the Lord in anything? Yeah, amen. So, so I, I, you know, I, I believe common colds, whatever. You know, I, I, I believe that God can heal those things. I, I was with Dr. Morocco last week on Tuesday. I was watching everybody around us just starting to sniffle and everybody's nose was running and you know and 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 you could just you could tell and I remember that 12 o'clock during that prayer meeting I began to just declare healing over my body and I honestly for about two hours I could feel you can you, you know you can feel physical attacks coming on your body but but you know what I did I, I stood I stood in agreement no I'm on assignment right now 
Doctor's not going to be sick. I'm not going to be sick. So, you know, what? I found myself in the hotel room declaring the word of God, praying, praying over him, praying over me. Amen. I'm healed in Jesus' mighty name. I'm not, I'm not getting the sniffles right now. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that. Hallelujah. But my own personal testimony and experience is, is this, is that it doesn't work the same way every time. So it's important that, that we understand anoint, the anointing oil is, 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 is one method. Communion is another method. The laying on of hands is another method. There's, there's been times where we've sent prayer cloths home with somebody or to a hospital room where, 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 the, where the Holy Spirit quickened us. So just because you got healed one way or a certain way, you never give up on, you never give up on believing in faith that you can be healed. A lot of times people will, well, you know, I, was, I went to this prayer line and I got touched. I, I was waiting five months for a healing. And I was declaring the word, declaring the word, declaring the word. And I, I set my faith to go to a certain meeting. And I went to that meeting and I was like, I, I'm just believing. I know they believe in healing. And I believe they're going to go around and they're going to pray for people for healing tonight. Evangelists come by, hit me in the stomach, and all that pain in my stomach left. It was, you know, I, I went to the grocery store and I was like, man, I feel like eating. I feel like eating something now. And I, because I was just like, hated to eat, because, you know, sometimes, yeah, stomach issues, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. You know, I got a 35, 40 minute drive, you know, not, not fun. And I, I was like, I feel like eating. And I, and I knew at that point that, that I was healed. Amen. And so, and, and you know, what, you, what do you do when you get healed? You thank Jesus. Amen? You thank Jesus. So sometimes in healing, you have to contend for it. Amen? You know, I, you know, I heard Kenneth Hagin, I was reading some of his stuff this week around it, and he said, you know, a lot of times in meetings, uh, you know, non-believers, non-believers, non-believers will get healed in a meeting where somebody that, that's been a Christian for 20 or 30 years might have to go through the process. You know why? It's because, because once you get saved, once you, begin to, uh, once you begin to get the Word of God, the recipe and the prescription for your healing is found in the Word of God. Take that in for a second. Take that in. Because, because it's not that you can't get healed other ways. But for the believer, now we're given the Word of God. You know, Jesus was what? He was the great physician, the Bible says. So now we find healing and how healing can be administered through the Word of God. Writing healing scriptures down. I, you know, there's, you know, there's been so many times that I, that I, that I've, I've learned things growing up. I remember Miranda declaring healing over, uh, over a situation. I think it was for her personally, and then it was for a, a family member. And everywhere I turned, there was a healing scripture. I, I remember that night, she must have stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning, and she went around and posted scriptures everywhere. I mean, I got up that morning, went to brush my teeth, and I'm like, yeah, there's uh, Psalms 103. He heals all my diseases. He, he forgives all my iniquities. Oh, praise Jesus. Thank you. I go in to get a glass of coffee, and I open the counter door. There's another healing scripture. I'm going down the road to Charleston, West Virginia. I flip the sun visor down. There's another healing scripture. I, you know, because th then I'm like, I'm eating the word. I'm eating the word. I'm getting the word into me. Amen. So, you know, as a believer, you have to understand that you've got to grab a hold of the word and see what the word says for you. You've got to contend for that. Amen. Does anybody get anything tonight? Whew. So, you know, my personal experience in healing is I, I, I believe in it. 
You have a pastor that believes in it. And I want you, Stephen, when you go out, you know, I, I, you, know you guys, even when you, you pray before you go out, you know, Lord, I thank you for the gifts of the Spirit. I thank you for words of knowledge. I thank you for words of wifting. I thank you the gift of prophecy would be released. Gifts of healing would be released. Because, you know, when you say, hey, can I pray for you? You know, many times when you're out somewhere, you know, my, my friend Abu at, at, uh, at Walmart, you know, the, the Indian guy, I... <laughs> I got to get him to church. Amen. Pray, pray, pray this week for Abu that you know we can get him to the house of God. Amen. I, I just, you know, I prayed for healing for him at Walmart. I, you know, his salvation. You know, just, just getting getting him connected. I mean, he works a lot of hours, but, but you know, God wants people healed. He wants to show Himself to people. Amen. Well, I want to look at I want to look at some scriptures tonight because I want you to see I want you to see anointing oil first, and I, I you know there are probably twenty times I'm doing all right on time. You guys all right on time? Amen. I'm all right on time. There there's probably right around twenty scripture references in the Old Testament where anointing oil is used, and I, I want to give you an example of that tonight. The first one, and it's probably one of my favorites, is First Samuel sixteen. So take your Bibles, go to First Samuel sixteen. You know, anointing, anointing oil uh, was used in the Old Testament for pouring on the head of the high priest um, and his descendants. It was sprinkling in the tabernacle and its furnishings to mark them as holy and set apart of the Lord. And then you're going you're gonna to see in this uh, Samuel um, how, oil was, how anointing oil was used. Uh, 1 Samuel 16, are you guys there? Because I want, I want you to see this in the Old Testament because... Because you, you, you begin to see just how, how the Holy Spirit in reference in the New Testament is, is poured out through oil. Amen. It says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance. But the Lord, this will preach right here. Uh, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called Abinadad and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made uh, Shammah pass by. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made uh, seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are all these the young men? Are all of them here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest. And there he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send him and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. He, David was a good looking young man. Hallelujah. And then the Lord said, Arise, anoint him for it. This is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers in the spirit of the Lord. Oh my, get this. The spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Now I want you to understand that a horn of oil is, is uh, I, I don't, bring me your bag, Gracia, real quick. Let me see that bag. You know, a, a horn of oil is, is, not a, is not a small thing. You know, a, a, horn, a horn of oil would care well, that's not really a horn but there are different types of things that they use for anointing and and it wasn't like a little dabble do you i remember when pastor uh, pastor ron did it to to his son uh, zach um and he laid out a bunch of uh, blue tarps and he pointed him on stage and he took a horn of oil and he poured it over his head and the oil dripped and ran 
and it ran and it ran all it ran down through you know it's all in his hair through his face you know uh, you know and the oil just ran and it said and and I, and I love this and because then it it, it says hmm. <laughs> Mm. From that day forward, from that day forward, the anointing was on David. So you see, you see this, and you know, just even even around this story, you know, what's so significant about this this story? David wasn't somebody as seen in high regard. David wasn't even invited to the anointing service. Samuel said, "Go get Samuel said, go, go get your sons. There's going to be an anointing service going on. There's going to be something take place." David wasn't even, he wasn't even in consideration or he wasn't even in the running. So it, it's, it's so important that you see this because a lot of times we think, well, you've got to, you, you know, you know God, God, God knew what he was looking for. And a lot of times we place a preference or we place what we see in our, our minds as well. He's a man of God. See, God, God's no respecter of people. David was in, the, he was in the field tending the sheep and God, God called him out. We're not going to set we're going to wait. I don't think, I, I think they stood for quite a long time. I don't think it was like a 10 minute, we're just going to stand here and wait. No, we're going to stand here and wait because there's an anointing that's going to take place. God's anointing is going to come upon somebody. And we see what, you know, we see what took place with David. You know, I, and I'll say this because they didn't understand the nature of what was taking place. Only Samuel and God, and I believe David as young as he was, didn't, couldn't comprehend Everything that was, that, that was taking place because he's the youngest of, of all the brothers. And you'll see that, you'll see that in, in, in the battle of Goliath. When his brother says, here comes David. Here, you know, here, here comes, you know, he's all cocky and boastful. You know, what do you think you're going to do, you know? So that, that's, you know, so you know, when somebody's anointed and, and you know that, it's not like you make fun of them. Fun of them. But his brothers didn't recognize what God was doing. God was anointing him to be king, but God's anointing was coming on him and it was going to rest upon him. The oil was going to rest upon him. You know, I love it in 1 Corinthians one twenty-seven because, see, God has chosen the foolish things. He, he, <laughs> things. Things in our minds that are foolish. Things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of this world to put to shame the things which are mighty. Because see the world, the world doesn't. The, the, the world's looking. So, the world craves a, a lot of a lot of things right now. They they crave answers. They crave they crave a, a, a worldly wisdom. But see the church, we have to crave godly wisdom. We have to see how God's word works. And and again, back to anointing oil. It's one one form in how we can see healing administered. You know, David wasn't somebody famous. He wasn't somebody prominent. He, he, he was just, he was in the field tending, tending his sheep. God doesn't look at status. I'm wrapping some things into this message because I, I felt God was showing me these things today because I, I, I go back to what I'm saying about practice because, because see, you know, I, we can teach and talk about healing, but I want, you to, I want it to get in you. I want, I want it to get in you that when, when your auntie calls, you can go and say, you know, auntie, you know, uh, you know let's, let's believe in faith. Let's, let's, let's come together in agreement. You know, we'll pray. You know, guys, listen, if somebody needs something, we pray. This is a church that prays. So it's, it's, there's never a problem when you say, hey, can we pray for somebody's healing? We pray. But what happens when you begin to get the revelation for yourself that God can use me as a vessel? Just like he did David. That anointing came upon him. 
It came upon him at a, at a, as a very young man. That, you know, when somebody said, you know, I don't, I don't want to just keep people in prayer. Because we all know what that means, right? Keep you in prayer. Uh, you know, don't keep people in prayer. Because you'll forget. <laughs> you'll forget. Praying for you, brother. Are you? Ouch. You know, I sent a message to a guy today. I just he, he, See, the Lord will drop things into your spirit. And he, he had some health issues. I, I know that he believes in healing. I watched him go to an altar at Center Branch. I, 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 you know, and I, I didn't know that there was anything going on. Nothing. I didn't know anything was going on. But God, called, God, even today, you know, let him know that you're praying for him. See, this stuff is so important. And you know, he just said, thanks. I appreciate that. that you know, it's, we, you don't have to have some theological debate about healing or anything like that. It's, you know, I'm praying for you. I'm believing the Lord's going to touch your body in Jesus' name. Amen? And I believe that even, and like I said earlier, only God and Samuel knew the significance uh, of what was taking place. But see, the real anointing happened when the Holy Spirit came upon David. <laughs> that anointing happened. David wasn't anointed until that oil came. <laughs> until that oil touched him. He was being prepared. No doubt about it. He was being prepared as a young man. But when that oil came upon him, he was anointed. He was anointed by God. Okay, let's take your Bibles. Let's go to James chapter 5. I want to get into the New Testament. That was just one example of Old Testament where oil was used uh, um, to anoint. James chapter 5. James chapter 5. James chapter 5, verse 13. You guys cold or hot? Everybody doing all right? You good, Clyde. James chapter 5, 13. It says, Anyone among you suffering... Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him, sing, let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and then pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Powerful, powerful scripture. There's times in, in our church service where, where you know, the, the Holy Spirit will, will speak and, and say, anoint, you know, somebody needs a healing in their body. Tonight, if you need healing in your body, that's what we're going to do. We're going to call upon the elders of the church. We're going to anoint you with oil. Because see, we, we see the word of God and we see how to apply the word of God over a situation. I, I'll never forget Melanie Jones' dad talking about Melanie. I'll never forget was, he, was at, he was at one church and he, he come down after service because he needed a healing in his body. And he walks, through, he walks right into the, the, the front, front part of our church before he goes down the steps and says, I need a healing. I, I, you know, I got a bad report. I need a healing in my body. I don't, so I, and I believe at that point somebody had oil. Five of us just laid hands on him. We begin to pray. And, you know, and then we got word back that you know, he was healed. Amen? And it, it, it's, we, don't, <laughs> we don't have to make these things difficult. Well, Pastor, what if that didn't work? Then we're going to go look for something else. Amen? You know, and I, I don't even like to say that that doesn't work. Amen? Because, see, I, I want to see, <laughs> I, this is in me. I want to see that the Word of God works. That when we lay hands on the sick, they, they shall recover. You know, it's, it's so fascinating because, see, it, it, James is asking something that's very, very unique because, you know, James, <laughs> see, the, 
healing was for them too. And a lot of times, you know, people, they miss this side of what James, he's asking the question, are there any among you sick? So sickness would come upon people then like it does now. But he knew, the, he knew, the, he knew that there was, there was something that you could tap into where you could be healed by God. See, they knew their God-given heritage of sound health even then. That you can walk in divine health and healing. Amen. We were in Revelation class the other night talking about John. You know, he <laughs> John certainly had to have been healed multiple, multiple times. You know, it, it, you know, his final fate, he was boiled in oil and still lived. Still lived. He was boiled in oil. Now, how do you recover from that one? You know, think, think about this. Paul was stoned to death and came back to life. I believe that's a miracle. But, th- but then there's a healing that has to take place in his body. Amen? And I believe he, he, he fought that with the Word of God. Amen? We fight, with the, we fight the weapon. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God for the pulling down. Breaking of strongholds. We, we fight. We use the weapons God's given us. Amen? The weapon of praise. The weapon of prayer. The, you know, we, 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 we come into his, his courts with thanksgiving and praise. Amen? Believing that God's going to move in whatever situation we need Him to move in. You've got to believe that way. <laughs> Guys, listen, I, I'll be honest, I'm believing for stuff just like everybody in here. There, there are things sometimes that come on my body. I'm like, where in the world did that come from? I, I'm believing just like you. Know, just like you. And I, you know, I, I was upstairs, Lord, and my feet have not bothered me for months. And I just, you know what, I, I, but I'm quickened, I'm quickened to remind God, thank you for healing me. I, you know, I don't get complacent in what God's done for me. You, we, we've got to, you've got to stay on guard as a believer, amen? Sometimes I take the anointing oil and I, I just chug it. I take a drink, amen? It won't kill you, I, I promise. Just don't take a lighter and try to spit it out afterwards, amen? But, you know, sometimes I, I felt that early. Just take a drink of the anointing oil, amen? Amen. See, they knew their God-given heritage and sound health, but, but see, James is saying, he, he's, he's asked, he said it wasn't an unusual occurrence that people might get sick. You know, he's, is anyone among you suffering? He's making a statement because he's got something that can come alongside and fix that. His name's Jesus. Is there any, is there any, any among you, that, uh, you know, that, that are sick? So we're going to move right into that next. And I love this. Is, is there, is there any, any of you cheerful? Sing psalms. Sing. Let it rip. Let it rip. When you get in the car. When you get in the car and you know, when you wake up and you've had a good morning. And you've had, you, you've had you, you know, you wake up and you've got yourself stirred up. Put something on. Don't put depressing, sappy Christian music on. Put something on that you're going to be able to praise God to. I rejoice, you know, just like what we were listening to tonight. You know, get yourself going. Sing, sing, sing before the Lord. Amen. <sighs> oh. If somebody was sick, there were provisions. That's what James is saying. There's, 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 there's provisions. You know, in Mark chapter 2, and I'm just going to read this, Mark chapter 2, 17, um, when Jesus, see that 
the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were saying, they were saying something to Jesus here. It's like, what's he doing? He sits with sinners and tax collectors. And Jesus utters these words, and it's so, it's so profound and it's so powerful. It's found, it's, yeah, in Mark chapter 2. It says, those who, who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. That's where we get the, that's where we get the great physician from. The name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. There's no greater name on heaven or, heaven or you know, heaven than, than the name of Jesus. And see, I love this. In James chapter 5, verse 15, you see, God, he, the, watch this, because he says, and the prayer of faith will save the sick. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and then the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. What, what's, this, is, this is profound. This is so powerful. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be, what? Healed. <laughs> the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. That's why we have life groups. It's why, you know, it's why, you know, it, it's, it's why repentance is so important. It's why forgiveness is so important. These are things that we have been covering, right? These, these things are so important. It's so that we walk in divine healing, amen? That if you need, you know, I think Brother Don covered it on Sunday night, you know, a couple weeks ago. If, you know, walking in forgiveness. Walking in forgiveness. Sometimes, it, sometimes it, it can hurt to forgive. But do you want to be healed of the Lord? Because, see, that unforgiveness will carry a weight. It, it's, it's, it's like a, you know, it's... Those things they put around oxes. What's it called? Yoke. Yeah, that's, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> you know, that, that, that heaviness of like a yoke around your neck can be, can be that very thing that keeps you, that heaviness that keeps you from receiving what God wants you to walk in and wants you to have. That's why we have life groups. If you're not in a life group, get plugged into a life group. Hey, we're going to have men's next Tuesday night. Praise Jesus. That's not on a commercial, but our, our commercial. You know, we don't do commercials here, but, you know, on our slides. Hallelujah. Um, but he is the great physician. And the prayer of the faith will heal the sick. I, man, I, I, it, you know, and I, and I thought about this because what, what, does, what does the prayer of faith look like? Take your Bibles, go to Psalms 91. Go to Psalms 91. What does the prayer of faith look like? And as you're going there, think, think about this because, see, for a believer, for the believer, okay, it, you know, if you're brand new into Christianity, th th these things apply to you as well. And, that you, and you can walk in these things. But, you know, make a mental note around Psalms 103. I'm going to read this. But see, so, see, how do you pray the prayer of faith? We, we many times in this house, will use prayer points. We, we pray the Word of God. There are things that we pray for every day. You know, there are things that we consistently pray for. However, like I said, you can take the Word of God and begin to apply things into your life. Psalms 103, one of my favorite healing scriptures. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your sins, who heals all your diseases. He heals all my diseases. Amen. Redeems your life from, from the pit, crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your de, uh, desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. Psalms 91, verse 15 and 16. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with what? Long life. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalms 91. I just want to pull that up real quick. Psalms 91. 
I mean, you know, get this because this is about, you can put your name. You know, Melanie said, you know, I, I remembered this. And, you know, Melanie's testimony around healing was just, I, I said, you know what you need to do is you need to record like a, a, a 15, 20 minute, 30 minute, or even just we'll break it out. And, and we can share that because, you know, you know, when you receive a diagnosis of something, it, it's, you know, and, and especially if you're young, people, you know, will, well, you know, you, you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to, you need to eat this. You, need to, you know, everybody, everybody will have, have an opinion. And I, I remember when Melanie, um, I remember when she received her diagnosis and I, both Miranda and I, we were just, it, it was, she had been coming to the house and was a part of a Bible study and it was, it was frustrating. I mean, it was like, it was, uh, it, it, it was frustrating that, that, you know, at her age that she was under attack because sickness is not from God. Everybody look at me. It's not from God. God didn't send that to her. He didn't send that to her. It's, it's from the enemy. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10, 10. But I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Jesus is the... He, that's what he's come to do. And, uh, you know, and as she... And I remember her saying, you know, I, I've, I've got to get around people of faith. I've got to get around people that are going to believe with me. And I remember the, a point that Moran and I grabbed a hold of her and laid hands on her. And I, Brother Jonathan uh, up in Revival today, she got around, she got around that. And she got around the, the, the preaching of the faith, of, of the word. And, that, and that, was, that was something that she just got in her. And then she took Psalms 91 and she said, you know what, I remembered it. And I, I said it every day. I quoted, and any time I felt like I was under attack or I was going through this, I, I would take Psalms 91, and I would read it. And I just, um, you know, so even verse 3, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. Your truth shall be your shield and buckler. Mm, you shall not be afraid by the terror by night, nor the air that flies by the day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. There's the word. I, you know, I, I know we're talking about oil tonight, but I want you, I want you to see that, that, that the, you know, when, when somebody comes up for prayer and I'm anointing them with oil, God will quicken me over a scripture. You are the Lord God that healeth thee. Psalms 91. So I, I, thank you, Jesus. It, we, you pray the word of God and you get people praying the word of God over a situation. And, you're, and, and, and you, you know, we don't pray, I hope you get healed prayers in this church. If somebody needs a healing, you're, you're going to find people that are going to get in the, we're going to get in the trenches and we're going to believe in faith that God, God is a healer. Amen? Amen? Amen. I just, I'm going to come out of Psalms 91 for the sake of time. Because I want to show you a, a few other places you'll see this. See, John 10.10, and I said it earlier. See, John 10.10, it's the mandate given. It's that mandate. See, I have come. That you should have life and life more abundantly. I, I have come that you shall have life and life more abundantly. It's a mandate from Jesus that we can carry. That I may have, amen, life and, you know, not, not an abundant life. Not just a happy, hazard life. Yeah, I'm going to have struggles, going to have this, going to have that. No, I'm, I'm going to walk in an abundance, amen. All the, day, all the days of my life, I'm going to walk in abundance, amen. I'm going to choose to walk in healing. Amen. <laughs> Can I tell you this? You've got to kick this you gotta kick the stuff out of your head. 
the attacks are real, right? The weapons of warfare are not carnal. I said it earlier. How do you fight? How do you fight attacks that come into the mind? Well, you, you, you know, don't listen to sappy, sad songs or slow country songs. Listen to, that was funny. I, I thought it was funny. But, but you, you, you get yourself in a place where you built your faith up. Amen? Amen. It's a mandate. John 10.10 10 is a mandate. You know, we can see, take your Bibles, go to Matthew 6.17. You know, and I, I believe that, you know, I believe Jesus fasted a lot. I don't think Jesus was just, I'm going to do a 21-day fast once a year. I don't, I don't think Jesus fasted that way. I think Jesus, he lived a, he lived a, a, a fasted life. But you'll see here in, in Matthew 6.17, it says, uh, Jesus really mentioning what I believe is, is, is the practice of the anointing oil. And it says, but when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Anoint your head. You're, you're, you're anointing your head with oil when you fast. I read that today and I was like, man, I, I need to remember to do that when I fast more often. I don't know if anybody does that in here, but I have before. But I, I thought, man, when I, go into, when I go into fast, I need to anoint my head. Amen? It, it, the mind. That, the, the, the mind, amen? A whole other thing around that. I'll, I'll cover that later. Go to chapter Mark. Go to Mark chapter 6. I want you to see this. Mark chapter 6, verse 7. It says, And he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two, and gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing uh, from their journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, uh, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and to not put on uh, two tunics. Also he said to them, In whatever place you enter a house, stay there till you depart from that place. And, wherever, uh, and whoever will receive you nor hear you when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment. There's a lot here. Um, than for that city. So when they went out and preached and the people, uh, that the people should repent, and they cast out many demons and, and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. So you see, you see how Jesus, Jesus sent them out with oil, right? He sent them out with oil to anoint them with oil. And what happened to the sick? They were healed. They were healed. See, it's not just, it's not just carrying the oil that matters. You know, I'm sure... You think you think in a, in a lot of seventy. I mean, it, it, there was unbelief there, and you know, and even even John, you know, John had made the comment at one point about, you know, Jesus, we forbid some guy. He was he was out there doing. He was out there using your name, Jesus, and and Jesus, he was casting out demons, and you know, and Jesus was quick to correct John. You know, he, he said, John, he's not. You know, he's not against us. He's 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 doing the work. You know, maybe he heard Jesus preach somewhere. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he, he got a hold of something or, you know, maybe somebody touched him and he was healed. Maybe he was somebody that was where the 70 went out and anointed him with oil and they, they shared the gospel with him. And I mean, I've heard story after story like that where, where somebody got touched by Jesus in another country, in another place, and got anointed with oil. 
was in an anointing service. Got anointed with oil. And, 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 you know, and, and then you find out that that person went to Africa. Or that person went somewhere. Or that person went and, and, and preached the gospel to thousands and thousands of people. And Jesus said, you know, forbid him not. You know, he, he's, he's on our team. Paraphrasing all that. But he's, he's on our team. See, it's not just carrying the oil that matters. It's the understanding of what the oil represents. You know, and, and, I, and I like this because I was reading some things even today. You know, the, you know, the, the oil is, is like a spiritual medium in which the Holy Spirit, it manifests himself to liberate, to bring healing, to liberate mankind. That, you know, that the yokes of bondage can, can come off of people when the oil touches them, when the oil hits them. It's the Holy Spirit doing the work. It's the Holy Spirit doing the work. It's the Holy Spirit manifesting Himself. Coming on someone and, and, and changing. David was changed. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Because the Spirit, you know, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, I, I mean... <laughs> There's sometimes that, 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 that the Spirit of God will come upon me. I, I, I'm like, I don't, I, you, know, I've, I'm on, you know, a couple times I've about wiped out the podium because I can't walk. My feet, my feet will lock. My feet, you know, and, and you know, that anointing sometimes is like, you can't talk, you don't, you don't even know what to say. I watched, you know, even with Dr. Maraca, I, you know, I, the time I had with him was precious. But on Tuesday night, the anointing was so thick. And I, you know, and he was just... He was, there was such a flow in the anointing. And we sat, we sat at the hotel. <laughs> and he was, he was just, you know, I felt like raising my hands in the, <laughs> you know, in the car. Just put your hand on my head and, and pray for me. You know, that's what I felt like. But he was just, things were flowing and flowing. And, and I'm like, I'm in the anointing. I can, I can feel it. The service was powerful. But afterwards, for 30, 40 minutes, we ate. The, the, it, there was, it was still rich. You could feel it. It was precious. But when that anointing oil, when the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes upon someone. See, it's not the oil, it's the Holy Spirit. When that Holy Spirit comes upon someone, it, it radically changes. It, it radically drives you someplace, someplace that, you, that you never thought you could even go. Someplace you don't even think or even, even can imagine that you have a vision or you have a dream. A, a God dream. God puts something in you. See, the oil should change you. <laughs> The anointing of God should change you. It shouldn't allow you to be in a place where, you know, I'm, this, this isn't a comfortable church. Everybody in here does something. I praise God. I, everybody, you know, pastor, everybody in here does something. Yeah. It, it's because, because we want to we be the best that we can be for God. Amen. We want to be the best that we can be for God. When that anointing will hit you. It causes you. It, it, it drives you. The brother Don and I were talking the other day. And it's like, you know, thinking about discipleship and seeing what God, seeing how God's going to move and, and, and feeling how God's going to move. It's like, you know, we don't, need, we don't need a 10-year program to get people ready to serve Jesus. You know, we just, it's like, wouldn't you like to see like in 10 or 12 weeks people come in and get discipled, get on fire for Jesus? You know what they do? They go out. Some bottle of oil. <laughs> they start anointing people. Amen. Well, Pastor, you know, we got to control that. We control our services. We, you know, you go out in the community, go pray for people. 
I mean, I got corrected a few times going out and praying for people. You know, you maybe should have thought about this, but, you know, I had a good pastor. He was like, praise God you're going out. Praise God you're doing something. Praise God I'm, 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 I'm a practicing Christian. I'm not, I'm not just sitting, waiting on things to happen. I'm going to practice this thing called faith. I'm going to apply it in Jesus' mighty name. Minister, come to the keyboard. Praise God. You know, I love this in, in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And Isaiah was prophesying, It shall come to pass that in that day the burdens will be taken away from the shoulder and his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be, will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Mm, 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 mm. The yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. That yoke of bondage destroyed. Destroyed. So do we use anointing oil? Yes. Can you use anointing oil? Yeah. I anointed myself before I come down to preach. I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to do it. I'm up there, no joke. It's, it's, it's like I'm looking for oil. I'm like, I, I, I felt the step there before I came down. I anoint myself and I'm looking for oil. You know, I didn't, it was like I was, you know, if it was motor oil, I'll use motor oil. I'm just looking for oil. And I found just a, a, a little bit in the bottom of a, of, a, of a vegetable oil, small thing up there. I was like, I had a, had a thing of coconut oil, you know. I was going to have to put it in the microwave because it's kind of hard. And then and there was a little bit of oil. And the Lord said, anoint yourself. And I... <laughs> we need the Holy Spirit. Each and every one of us. To be at work in our lives. Amen. Jesus is the healer. And a yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Every yoke of sickness is broken. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Tonight we've talked about just one thing. We've talked about the anointing. Well, I've thrown in a lot of other things here, but it, it because it, you, you you have you have faith in knowing what the word says. For Christians, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this because even 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 as a believer, if you if you confess, if you've confessed Jesus as, as Lord of your life, I you, I want you to see, begin to see that that you can have this, you can possess this in your life, but you can also administer healing to others. Amen. Through the Word, through the Word, it's not you're not the healer. You. It's, it's the Lord flowing through you. Amen.